0: guys. Welcome back to another episode of Life After Abuse with Laura. I appreciate you guys so much. I've had so much um, progress on the Instagram and all this. You guys are really sharing things and I really appreciate your support. And if anyone that hasn't already, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you could go and like this video and subscribe. Because I see people liking or watching them but I don't have as many subscribers, I need the subscribers, so please help me out and go click the subscribe button if you're watching this, and if this is valuable to you, share it on your Facebook um, so other people can see it, I appreciate it, thanks so much. Um, this episode, we're going to continue our discussion from last week, we kind of start talking about the idealization and love bombing phase, of why your narcissist chose you, and kind of gave you some information on that, just hopefully making you realize that it is not your fault and you didn't do anything wrong and, you know, they simply liked you and retracted you because you're an awesome fucking person. And I guess if that's a takeaway, that's, you know, good because it's better than being a piece of shit, right? So I'm glad that you're a good person and I hope you keep being a good person. Um, But I want to talk to you about kind of more of the cycle in depth of um, the narcissistic relationship. If anyone, again, has been through this, you're going to recognize it. Um, but I'm going to give you some labels for it. So after like, Oh, first of all, this, the fate, like the idealization love bombing phase, this can go on a long time before you really start to see some of these negative things. Um, they could go on weeks. They could go on months. They could even go on like close to a year or more. Like these narcissists, you know, are capable of pretending to be normal if they want to, if they have the ambition, if they're strong enough to do it um so yeah you know and that's how they get you suckered in because they don't you know show you who's under that mask right away because you'd fucking leave so this can go on a long time and you'll slowly start to see pieces of it coming out over time um and then like i said then you get into the cycle and hopefully you get out right away but a lot of times we stay in and this cycle can go on and on and on it can go on years it can go on months like It's crazy. It can go on forever. Um, So a lot of times we will go on to the devalue stage when the narcissist does not feel like you are giving them enough attention. And for a lot of us, this sounds ridiculous because as empaths, we give too much attention to everybody but ourselves. So they're getting plenty of attention from you. Don't think that you're not doing anything wrong or doing anything right, excuse me. Um, A lot of times you are giving your all to them already, but it's not enough. It'll never be enough. Like you could do everything right and perfect, and you're still not doing enough for them because they just constantly need more. So just know that like you have done enough. Um, but they won't tell you it's not. That's just what they do. Um, They're constantly on the prowl for new supply, and supply is anybody that will, you know, fluff their ego, basically, and this could, you know, be family. It could be friends, or it could be another relationship. Um, A lot of times, family, you know, family's family. You can't, you know, to say, oh, this person's bad, and just abandon them to their family a lot of times, like, they might recognize this person to be a narcissist, but their family, and same thing for friends, like, sometimes friendships will eventually fizzle out whenever they realize this person is, you know, damaged goods, but a lot of times, they put on this front for their friends, too, like, they'll be the perfect friend, they'll help everybody out, you know, they'll have fun, they'll be, you know, they won't show this side to most of those people. Usually they can keep this stuff up really good for friends and family. It's usually, you know, the people in the relationships that finally start to see who they are, you know, underneath because we just have a different kind of a love and they wait until we have, you know, this a relationship like locked in and that's when, you know, the, you'll start to see cracks. Um, so You'll start to see red flags. When you you know a lot of times whenever you will ask them to be more be more empathetic to you and your needs you know to compromise a little bit on some stuff um, for boundaries for honesty you know anything like that um, just their healthy requests that you're asking for more of them like because you're giving it and you just want to receive it which is perfectly normal but they're going to see that is like well you're asking too much of me you know and. He, they're they're not capable of giving you these things, you know? So they're gonna start to, you know, be ready to go because they're not gonna be discarded. They don't want everyone to be discarded. That's their biggest fear, is you discarding them. So they're gonna discard you before you have a chance to do it to them. So they're gonna start, you know, shopping around for new supply. And they will take any supply they can get. It doesn't matter what they look like, how they act. Anybody that's willing, to fluff their ego for them works for them. They're not picky, you know. Like I said, they could just have a bunch of friends to hang out with. They might not necessarily cheat. Most of them do, though. Um, they're just con- they just need the validation constantly that they're awesome, that they're good. Um, a lot of times, like, you know, the, the value stage, you'll start with, you know, put-downs. there will be gaslighting. They instigate fights so that, you know, you can look bad even though, you know, they instigated them they'll lack emotional or physical you know intimacy sometimes they'll withdraw and you know again blame it on you for their withdrawal and stuff like that so they anything that they're going to do if you try and say hey what's going on they'll be like stop you know badgering me you know they'll turn it around to deflect and put it on you somehow And then they can find, you know, that is maybe one of the reasons why they are going to discard you. Like, you're nagging me too much. You're expecting too much of me. I don't have enough time. You know, they'll make up whatever excuses they need to, to have the reason why, you know, they're leaving you. Or or sometimes they don't even give you that, you know, validation of a reason, you know, because they don't care. They don't give a shit about you. And that sucks because you're in love with them you care about them you have changed your whole world to accommodate for them and they don't care about you that's the reality and that's it's hard to hear but the sooner you can accept that these people are not capable of that you know the better off you'll be um, so look for changes in their behaviors. Um, if they, you know, s- suddenly start dressing different, you know, acting different, they kind of, you know, they disappear and then they just suddenly come back and like, you're not allowed to ask where they were or what they were doing. You know, it's a good indication they're out shopping for new supply and you're probably going to be discarded. Um, they'll usually wait, they'll, you know, because they can't be without supply. So they're probably not going to end a relationship unless they have somebody to run to. And same thing, if you try to end the relationship, they are going to try and hoover you back in. Hoovering means they're going to keep trying to suck you back in even when you go away. So you might end things, but if they don't have new supply locked in, they're going to be right there up your ass saying all the love bombing things that they said at the beginning, saying they're sorry, saying they love you, you know, whatever they need to say to Basically, when you back, you know, beat you down until you just like, oh my god, or like completely, like you know, like again the love buying. Like they know what to say, they know what you want, you know, they know how to get you back, and you have to be strong enough to, you know, hopefully not do it. But then the cycle starts all over, so you know they're they know that this relationship is a ticking time bomb, so they're shopping for their supply, and they they're gonna go, and then when the supply you know, learns who they are, because not everybody's going to fall for this, like, you know, some people, like, they might not have the time to wear down an empath, so just normal people are not going to last as long in this relationship a lot of times, so they're going to be right back, they're going to be back knocking at your door, so it's a cycle, love bombing, idealization, devalue, and discard, and repeat, and repeat, and this will go on until you finally end it. Completely, or they like I said, move on with their new supply. And guess what? Just so y'all know, they're doing the same shit to her or him, too. They're not gonna have any better luck with these people. Damaged goods are damaged goods, they're not fixable. So, before you get all worried about, you know, oh, they left me for blah blah blah, it's like good riddance because you know, they're not gonna see a better person, they're not gonna get the better version. You know, they're eventually gonna see the exact pile of shit that you saw. So But that is a little bit more in depth about the cycle. Um, I will talk about a new topic next week, but thanks guys. I appreciate your continued support. Please be sure to subscribe to this video after we're done and I will see you next week. Bye.